Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 36. Hey, everybody, I am super pumped to bring you to you today's episode, The Way I Discovered What I Want. I know that it can be so frustrating to be looking at life and you know that you want financial freedom, you know you want uh, to be filled with more faith, you know you want your family to be able to move forward, but you might not know what that carrot on the stick is that's going to kind of get you to thrust through uh, the wall of just mediocrity. And so I'm going to share with you today one thing that has worked for me a few years ago, and it's something that I continue to use to this day. And it's like really one of the only things that's ever worked for me. But before we dive in today, I want to say thank you so much for everyone that is paying the fee. If you watch me, whether it's by YouTube or you're listening to me on Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, I want to say thank you so much just for all the tags, all the love, sharing the value. That is the fee that I ask. I'm not charging you for anything. Um, I am not a coach, but I am here to pour in to you for free with the understanding that if you find value, share it with one friend. And if I'm not your cup of tea, toodaloo kangaroo, that is okay as well. So today's episode, we're going to dive in. It's going to be real raw. So as always, buckle up and brace for impact. I will never forget a few years ago, I was taking a business trip to Chicago. And this was a point in my life where I was a little stagnant in my business. If you are new to the Ashley Mayfield Show, um, I am a successful entrepreneur. I run an online business that does uh, multiple, multiple, multiple millions of dollars in sales every single year. And um, I'm also a top income earner in the company that I am with. And I was not there uh, three years ago. We're almost coming up on four years this situation happened. So about three and a half years ago, I was taking a business trip to Chicago to see one of my new business partners who was really excelling and something in my gut just said, you need to go. I'd never gotten on a plane and went and spent the weekend with a total stranger. But man, isn't that the internet nowadays? Isn't it like, you know, you know, like your friends on the internet better than you know your own family, right? And so um, I was at this point in my business where I was doing a lot of the work, but I was not seeing the return. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt you're giving so much more and you're just squeezing yourself for all you have on the inside and the return on investment is not as high as you'd want it to be? Well, welcome to entrepreneurship. Welcome to uh, chasing after freedom. Welcome to wanting financial freedom. Welcome to wanting to advance your life and level up. That's exactly the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to put in a lot of work with little return and then somewhere there's a pivot, there's a shift and then the compound effect comes in and you start seeing all that back pay later down the road. So I was in the midst of that. I was in the midst of my business exploding and I had no idea yet. And I was really frustrated because I knew how bad I wanted to get to the next level. I knew how bad I wanted what it was that I wanted, but I almost had a hard time expressing it. Like I knew I wanted financial freedom. I knew I wanted to be able to give my kids experiences, But it seemed like I knew what I wanted on this macro level, but I didn't know what I wanted on a micro level. And I find that people uh, flip flop. They might know they might know what the next thing is for them, but they don't know like the big picture of where they're going. And so um, I was at a point in my life where I had this macro vision, but I didn't have the micro vision. What was the next thing that I wanted? Okay, I know that I want a dream house. Everybody wants a dream house, but what did I want it to look like? I knew I wanted a dream car, but everybody wants a dream car. But what exact car? 
more do you want? Because if you want to get what it is that you want, you have to cast it out. You have to call it out. You have to cast that faith and you've got to speak it loud and you've got to repeat it over and over and over. That's part of casting your faith. That's part of manifesting exactly what it is that you want. And the more specific you are, um, the better it's going to be. The Bible says that you have not because you ask not. You have to knock on the door over and over and over. And so as I was in the midst of this frustration, I'm going on this trip and I remember a couple days beforehand, I'm crying to my husband, Jason, and like what every woman does, right? And I'm crying and I'm crying and I want to know what I want so bad. And I want to know what's next for me and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I knew these typical answers that everybody was going to say, but I didn't really know what I wanted. And it was frustrating to me. And so if you are there, I have been there. And my husband gave me this advice, which I did not appreciate when he said it, kind of like most wise are with our man. Um, but I did come back and I did appreciate it after he said it. And so he was like, you know, when you are going to Chicago, you're going to have three hours on a plane. And I want want you, don't read a book, don't watch a movie, don't listen to music. I want you to sit there and just think and ask yourself questions and get lost in your thoughts and really see what can come up from that, really see what can grow from that. And uh, I did not listen to that advice on the way there. I'm pretty sure he wrote me like a really nice note that I was like reading and I was super emotional and I was a little nervous uh, flying to Chicago, seeing a stranger that I'd never, um, I'd only met one time very briefly and now I'm gonna like stay with her family and it was all just like a crazy radical weekend. And so uh, we go there and I'm like having the time of my life. I'm uh, in the midst of a culture that I don't get to experience every, every day as a white woman and um, it was just this beautiful time. I really enjoyed my time there. I enjoyed the city. I enjoyed all the things we got to do. It was super, super fun. And as I was on my my way home, flying home, I remembered what my husband said. And so I intentionally, uh, you know, put the book away, didn't listen to music, didn't turn on the little uh, video that you can watch in the back of the seat in front of you. Shout out to like Delta. I'm sure other planes have that too, but we'd be liking Delta. And uh, I'm not paid to say that, but Delta, you should consider and sponsor me. Um, and so I decided to get lost in my thoughts. And, you know, everyone's always like, well, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And if you're anything like me, sometimes it's so hard to say what it is that you want because you've never had it before. Sometimes it's so hard to say the exact thing that you want because you've never been exposed before. Um, you know, it would be nice for me to just constantly think about my dream car all the time, but because I didn't grow up having nice cars, we didn't, you know, uh, my parents did the best they could, right? But we didn't grow up having the nicest cars. We didn't grow up in the richest neighborhood. Our zip code wasn't the best. Our house wasn't the best. Um, we didn't grow up with all of that. So I'm, I don't have a foundation to start thinking on a higher level because I was exposed to higher things. I have a predisposition that I'm going to think at the lowest level possible based on what my exposure was. And so it's always been really hard for me to say what it is that I want just because I never had that exposure. And the neighborhood I lived in was on strong struggle bus uh, just like we were. In fact, we might have been one of the nicer houses in our neighborhood and had some of the nicer cars in our neighborhood and they still weren't that great. And so it's really hard to dream big when you don't have that exposure, when you don't have uh, the friends, the family, the proximity to, you know, what grander things are. And I'm not just here talking about it from a materialistic perspective, but I am going to use that because as a driven type A woman who is a red personality, if you're not familiar with the personality colors, make sure you scroll back to episode 27 where I teach all about the color personalities because I am a red personality. We are typically driven by money, title, status 
as power. And we like the materialistic things. And so um, that isn't always what drives me, uh, but I understand that I'm wired that way. And I do like to have nice things and I don't think nice things are wrong, okay? And so if that is you, like, welcome to the club. And, but I realized, although I like nice things, it's hard for me to ask for them and say it because I don't have the exposure of the variety of it. And so I got this idea while I was sitting on the plane. How many of you guys know it's so easy to complain more than it is to give compliments, more than it is to praise, we complain, right? We are so quick to say what we don't like. We're so quick to say no. Um, I love Tony Robbins. He has an event going on uh, that I went to a year ago. And, you know, the whole weekend he makes you say yes, the whole weekend. And it was so profound to me because we are so wired to just say no. From when we were little, we heard, no, don't do that. No, don't jump off of that. No, don't eat that. No, don't touch that. No, 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 you can't do that. No, you're too too young. It's like we we heard all these no's, so we've always played small. And so I do, I would say that I'm not very much a pessimistic person and I'm not very much an optimistic person. I am very solution oriented, but I'm kind of like middle of the road. I'm very much a realist person and I'm not afraid to like have big faith and belief, but then I'm also not afraid to be real and say, well, what's realistic for me with where I'm at right now? And so I decided instead of saying, what I knew that I wanted and what I liked, I decided to write down all the things I didn't like. And I made this laundry list. In fact, if I still went in my phone to this day, I'm sure from three and a half years ago, that list is still in there because it was such a profound moment while I was sitting on that airplane. And I just started writing all the things that I didn't like that was going on in my life right then. I was super frustrated that I was struggling to dream big. Um, you know, all the things that uh, I didn't have in that current moment. And, you know, for some reason, as I was thinking about a house, that's really what I started writing down. I didn't like that we didn't have a yard that my kids could go out and play in. In fact, we had these state-endangered tortoises that you were not allowed to touch, even though. I'm not saying whether I did or didn't one time I plead the fifth, but you weren't allowed to touch them. You weren't allowed to move them, and they basically just tore up your entire backyard. And if you were to walk in our backyard, you would start sinking like four or five, six inches, and then you're like afraid you're going to break your ankle if your kid is running around, you know? So I wanted a nice landscaping. I wanted nice um, house front. I wanted a nice yard that my kids would be able to play in. Because uh, we had a really crappy yard. I didn't like um, our master bathroom. Our master bathroom had one sink at the time. And it was so frustrating being able to share a bathroom where maybe I wanted to brush my teeth, but my husband was brushing his teeth. And I don't really like, uh, when I'm in the bathroom, I do not like being around someone. That's still to this day very true. I don't like brushing my teeth with my husband. I don't like going to the bathroom when my husband's in there. I don't like my husband uh, in the bathroom when I'm in the shower, even though he's trying to be like peeping time all the time. Okay, peeping Jason. Um, I, I just don't like that. I didn't grow up really sharing a bathroom with a sister. Uh, we got to a certain point where me and my sister, she had her own bathroom and it was just so nice. So I just had a bathroom that, you know, the same bathroom that guests used in our house. And um, so I didn't grow up with that proximity of having to share. Therefore, I just, it's like my private space. I like the bathroom for my private space. And so uh, we had one sink and it just got so frustrating. I felt like we were constantly on top of each other or I'm trying to like, you know, have a morning routine. My husband is um, uh, very much a morning person. By the time he 
gets his feet out of bed, he's ready to go. He can turn a positive mindset on because he like left that all in the bed. Not me, sister. I be carrying my bad attitude. I'm not awake. I might be out of bed at 10 a.m., but I don't wake up till 1 p.m. Can I get an amen? Okay. And so um, I'm not a morning person. And having that one sink, whether we're starting the day or ending the day, it was extremely, extremely frustrating. In fact, it frustrated me that me and Jason shared a bathroom. And um, I just got so irritated with it. Because again, I'd be in there like, you know, trying to take a dump and my husband's in there like wanting to pick something out of his teeth and get some dental floss. And I'm like, can you please just leave me alone? Like, I don't like doing this. Our wires are crossing and I'm not down with this. I'm not here for this show, okay? But it started to just get frustrating because I wanted to be able to spend as much time as I wanted in the shower, whether I was just like, you know, uh, taking longer, thinking, singing, shaving my legs. Ladies, I don't need to justify myself, okay? You know it, I know it, let's just say it. And so I was actually really frustrated that me and Jason shared a bathroom. I was really frustrated at this time in my life that we didn't have a pool. Um, not only did we not have a pool because of the state-endangered tortoises, so uh, but we were also renting. And so we tried to get one of those above-the-ground pools. Didn't work out. We didn't like it. Um, but I was really frustrated that we didn't have a pool. And so we found ourselves having to go to the pool uh, all the time, the local pool, the community center, whatever. And that could be fine for some people. Maybe you're in a position that's not important to you. But it really frustrated me that we did not have that. Um, it really frustrated me that I didn't have a nice bathtub. Notice I'm finding a trend, like all these things were really around the bathroom. It's fine. And so, um, but it frustrated me that we did not have a standalone bathtub. I don't like just the bathtubs that are that plastic hunk of junk that's stuck in the wall. I want a nice, luxurious, standalone bathtub that's like this white on these little legs with the gold faucet and all that. Like, I want the whole bougie experience, okay? And it frustrated me that we had this dinky little tub shower. It's supposed to be a master bathroom, and it's, although the size is big, it's just a ghetto little bathroom, okay? And the house was a lot older that we were renting. And so as I'm going down, those are just some of the examples, you know, but a lot of that had to do with the house. And as I'm going down and I'm writing all of these things down, I have this quick laundry list of all the things I'm frustrated. And it didn't take long. There were more things than just the house. Maybe it was, uh, I was writing down things about my mindset. I was writing down things about financial situation. I was writing down things about my work ethic. Uh, I was writing down things about, um, you know, uh, frustrations that I was having in my business, frustrations I was having in my faith. I wrote all these things down because it is so quick for us to complain than to give a compliment. I can tell you in retail management, this was true too, right? I would have so many people quick to speak to the manager, quick to complain, quick to vent, but they would never be quick whenever something went right. People aren't quick to leave positive reviews. That's why you you really got to be careful whenever you base uh, your opinion off of a review section, whether that's a product, it's a service, it's a restaurant, it's a, you know, entertainment environment, no matter what it is. Because some people are so quick, the majority of people are so quick to complain. And so if you find yourself there, just like I did, I wanna challenge you to make that laundry list just like I did on the airplane. And it didn't stop there because it would be really easy to stop there and say, wow, you want us just to make a list of things that we complain about? Okay, cool, done. Uh, But I took it a step further. And as I had this list of all the things that were complaining, and I'm using my hands if you're watching me by way of YouTube, as I had this list of all the things I complained about, I literally just took it, flipped it, and reversed it. I just Missy Elliott style, okay? And so here we have this situation where I didn't like that me and Jason shared a bathroom together, really frustrated by it, really like irritated by it. Now I know when we're ready to buy a house or build a house, my husband's gonna have his own bathroom, 
okay? I watched my grandparents do that. My papa had, my papa Leroy, he had his own bathroom and that just always made me happy. I always liked that. And it was funny because anytime I had to use, maybe my sister was in the guest bathroom and so anytime I had to use my gram's bathroom, it was always neat, pristine and clean and it smelled good. And I got my papa's bathroom and it didn't smell good. And he'd have his leftover hair everywhere and whatever, okay? Like he was such a man. And I learned that, like I liked that. And when I took that frustration and I flipped it, that's what I want. I want me and my husband to have our own bathrooms. The yard, the yard frustrated me. I couldn't get out there and do things with my kids. I couldn't even put a pool in the backyard if I wanted, not only because we were renting, but because of these state endangered tortoises. So now I know as much as I love tortoises, I do not want tortoises in my backyard, but I wanted nice landscaping. That is important to me. We're talking about the way that I discovered what it is that I want. It was through my frustrations. Your frustrations can serve you if you will let them. Will you let them? Will you let them? And so I took all the things I didn't like about our property, about our yard, and I was able to start writing things that I wanted. And since I, hey, I don't want trees in my yard. I want palm trees though, uh, because we live in Florida. And if you're not rocking palm trees, like, come on, I don't want no pollen. I want palm trees out there. I want it to have, uh, uh, not only like my house to have a nice elevation, but I want it to have a nice landscape. I want it to be done weekly. I want it to be maintained and taken care of because in the house that we were in, it just looked ugly and busted. It didn't have that nice curb appeal. And it was really frustrating because when you pulled up to the house we were renting and um, there was so there's limits on what you can do whenever you're renting a house. And whenever we pulled up, it just didn't feel inviting. It didn't feel welcome. I wasn't like proud to pull into the driveway of the house that I was renting. And so now I know whenever we build a house or buy a house that the landscaping is so important to me. And I want to not only work hard, but I want to work hard not to just get the house, but to make sure we're able to have those extra touches that I know that I like. What about the pool? That is really important. We were so frustrated having to go to the pool. Uh, you got to take 15 minutes to get there. Then you're going to be soaking wet in the car and then you come home and, you know, one person's like sitting in a bathing suit while the other one's in the shower and then you got a vice versa. And it's just so complicated. And if you have a pool in your backyard, you can literally like stay in the pool until someone's done in the shower. You have multiple showers at home. Uh, it's just your own luxury. And so I was really frustrated that we didn't have a pool and I was able to say, hey, if that frustrates me, that must mean I want it to change. And so now I want a pool. And I was able to identify things that I wanted. The bathroom situation, uh, the standalone tub, you know, as we've started even now looking at houses that we want, I realized a standalone tub, that is $4,000. But guess what? That's a $4,000 tub I'm gonna fall in love with. It's a $4,000 tub that I'm gonna be relaxed, I'm gonna enjoy myself, and I'm going to implement and receive self-care, self-love, but also self-care. And it is worth it to me. And I was able to take these things and flip them from a negative and from a frustration perspective to what do I really want? And this has served me three and a half years ago and this has served me every single year since for me to be able to do this. And so today I wanna ask you, what are you frustrated about? Are you frustrated that you're missing moments with your kids? Then you need to be able to work hard in order, in order to have those moments. And what are the moments that you want and what would get you excited? Are you frustrated that you don't have extra finances to go on vacation? Does that just drain you? Are you drained right now? 
2020 has been so hard for so many of us. And my heart goes out to you, just like I'm over here struggling. I don't have it together either. But if you need a vacation, you should be working hard to earn that. It's not just gonna fall in our laps. And so where do you wanna go on vacation? Take that frustration and start planning it out. Are you frustrated that you live in check to check? Are you frustrated that you can't donate in a capacity that you want to? Do you have a burning desire to be able to serve your town, serve your kids' school, serve your church, serve your local community? Do you want to be able to serve worldwide, maybe not local, but afar? What is that frustration that you have? Make a giant list of it. Don't hold anything back. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't think it. Just make the list. And then as you go through, allow your mind to work. Okay, what would it look like if this isn't true? If this is frustrating that I can't donate to my kid's school because I know that there's other people in need and I want to be able to help them through this time too, but I can't do that because I don't have extra money. Okay, now you're going to be working with intent. You're going to be working with my first $500 that I get. It's going to go to the kids' school to pay off some, uh, you know, uh, lunches or breakfast or donate to my uh, children's teacher to be able to buy school supplies, whatever the need may be. Now you can take the frustration and you can start working through it, okay? Um, So many different things that you can do. Maybe it's your time. I want to be able to volunteer. I hate missing moments with my kids, okay? Well, what do you need to earn in order to be able to volunteer? And so, you know, this can be used, this frustrating list can be used as a driving factor for you to be able to get more. Are you going to do it though? And so my homework for you today, my friends, is to take 15 minutes. This can be done in 15 minutes. This is something you can start today and just keep a open note section on your phone. Shout out to my phone. Keep an open note section on your phone. And every time you get frustrated with something, because sometimes I get it. Like if I'm in the moment and I'm on the spot, my brain goes blank. But it's like when I'm trying to fall asleep, when I'm driving or when I'm in the shower, I get my most genius ideas. And so, or I get downloaded ideas. So keep a running list of whatever it is, of uh, all those frustrations that you have and come back to it in a week. And I want you to feel free to tag me in your list at the Ashley Mayfield on Instagram. Tag me in your list. I'd love to be able to repost it um, as well as sharing tips and tricks from this episode. But then give it some time if you need, but then flip them all and be inspired by that list. And like I said, sometimes it's so hard for you to be able to identify what it is that you want if you've never been exposed, but you can really use Use your pain for purpose if you will let it. So I want you to know that I love you, I'm believing in you, and that I truly believe you can have everything in your life if you're willing to work for it. Talk to you guys soon. 